Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating, episode number 54. So today we're going to be talking about food FOMO, a bit of alliteration there. Um, But before we get to that, my best bite that I had recently, so I went to Melbourne on the weekend, which was a trip that I had planned to take in 2020 and then I had to count it in, in March. So two years later, I finally get my trip to Melbourne. So that was amazing um, to see my friends and do some shopping. And definitely my favorite restaurant that I went to was um, a place in a city called Gimlet. And I sat at the bar. It's like this French, it's like a brasserie in Paris. Like it's like fancy bistro basically. But the, the fit out is great. It sat at the, I sat at the bar, had this amazing meal. And the best thing I ate there was um, they had these fushimi peppers. So they're like little chilies that aren't hot and they grilled them. And then they were served with salsa verde, like green sauce and fried curry leaves. And it was just like the peppers, like there was smoke. It was just, they were the business. I was just like, this is so good. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about plan for today. So first of all, we're going to be talking about like, what is food FOMO and then how to overcome food FOMO and then a bonus tip and we'll wrap it up with a key takeaway. So what is food FOMO? FOMO, F-O-M-O, stands for fear of missing out. And it's a big thing in our culture, modern culture. I guess it always probably has been a big thing for humans. And particularly when it has, how it actually pertains to foods, and I see this a lot, is it really drives a lot of overeating because, but what it is, it's like this scarcity thinking around food. And it basically, it comes down to this idea that I'm not going to get enough, whether that's I'm not getting enough pleasure, I'm not going to get my fair share if you're in a competitive food environment, or I'm ne- I'll never have this again, like which particularly comes up with travel or, you know, holiday special occasion food. So, you know, Christmas only comes once a year, so I've got to eat these special cookies. Like that type of thinking is really what is at the heart of of this fear of missing out. And it really is just a mindset that we have and which is really awesome because, you know, when you recognize that and you can see it for what it is, it it means that it, it's actually not that hard to coach yourself and to, to overcome it. Why is FOMO a problem? It's because it's just like the opposite of pleasure and feeling joyful around food. It's like feeling like, yeah, like I'm I'm going to miss out. I'm not getting enough. This lack, lack, lack. I'm living in like, and it just totally drives overeating. Like when you're thinking that, like I'm not getting enough, and particularly I think for most of us, there there is enough quantity. But there's also like, I'm not getting enough pleasure is one of the things. It's like someone's going to an amazing restaurant. I'm not going there. Like, you know, I could be thinking like, oh, that's not fair. I'm missing out on getting that pleasure. And it really drives a lot of overeating. And the work that I do with people in learning to help them stop overeating and just listen to their tummies, like this comes up a lot is like they can tell that like, they get to a point where they, they've got that signal from their body that they've had enough food, like they feel satisfied. 
yet we overeat because like we've got this fear of missing out on the pleasure of what like this is really yummy i want to keep eating is a thought that comes up a lot with people and it really drives a lot of overeating it can be a big problem but as i mentioned before it's, it's actually not that hard to fix like once you call yourself out on it like it's possible to change so how do we overcome fear of missing out like food fomo well the first thing is like that I think is really helpful is just to remind yourself that yeah, there's going to be plenty of amazing food in my future. One of my clients was overeating at breakfast. She was like, because she lo- she's like, I love going out to cafes for breakfast. She, and she was like, you know, she kept overeating when she was going to a cafe. In her mind, it was this special thing of like cafe breakfasts are rare. <laughs> um, but then, you know, she actually realized that actually I usually go at least once a week. And she, when she started reminding herself, yeah, I'm going to have ca- cafe breakfast again next week. Like, and there's going to be plenty of amazing food in my future. Like that helped her go actually you know what like I have had enough I don't need to finish off this french toast and so yeah just reminding yourself that there's going to be an abundance of amazing food in your future like and that you're not going to miss out then the other thing we want to do around overcoming FOMO is like being self-compassionate when you do feel that fear of missing out and like don't make yourself wrong for it so what we want to do is like just remind yourself, like speak kindly to yourself when you notice that that it's coming up and go like, of course you feel like you're going to miss out. Like, of course you want more. Of course you're worried that you're not going to get your fair share. Like, and just make it okay. Like, of course you're, you're feeling this, Jules. And like, I speak kindly to myself and also just acknowledge what's going on. Like that can be a really helpful thing for like, calming yourself down. So like making it okay that you're having this fear, but then also coaching yourself, reminding yourself, yeah, of course you feel like that. But remember, like we're going to be having like amazing dinner tomorrow night or whatever it is. Like there's going to be more more amazing food. Or if you're traveling, you know, just like, yes, this is a regional specialty, but me overeating this now isn't going to make me enjoy it more. And in actual fact, one thing that I, I notice and a lot of my clients comment on as well is that once you your body's had enough food, like once you are really satisfied, like physically, like you've got that physical hunger satisfied, the actual pleasure that you get from food, like the the sensory pleasure is less. So that's just how our senses are designed. Like our senses are designed to really pick up on any new molecules that come into our our smell or uh, into our mouth. And so once we've been eating something for a while, you're senses aren't on as a high alert for those things because it's like, oh yeah, you know, okay, we know what this is. We know it's safe. It's okay. Then our senses are scanning for the next new thing. So the actually, the more you eat of one food, the actual, like there's a d- totally diminishing pleasure um, that comes from it because that's how our senses are designed to work. And if you've ever been you know, cooking something and you've like someone's come into the house and gone, oh, wow, it smells amazing. And you're like, oh, what? Just you know, these onions? Your senses have been exposed to the onions as they've been cooking. So you're not really picking up on it. But then if you go outside and water the plants and or go to a different room and then come back into the kitchen, you'll be like, oh, wow, the, you know, the the onions do smell, the house does smell amazing. Like, so it's just all about like having that that freshness on our palate. So 
when you are eating, like coming back to the FOMO piece, reminding yourself, actually, I've had the most delicious bites. And um, and actually, that's another thing that people do that I've coached a few people on is that I had some clients that used to save the best bites to last. And so then they were like committing to finishing everything on their plate because of course, they're not going to leave their best bites. And But the thing is that that's not such a great strategy, A, because it's encouraging you to overeat and eat everything on your plate, but B, saving the the best bites for when your taste buds are the least sensitive, like when your senses are the least able to, at the end of the meal, to appreciate them. So I've had to like coach a couple of people to like look at, okay, how can I bring these best bites earlier into the meal? So then I actually enjoy them more and I'm not under this pressure to overeat. So that's another coaching mind trick to think about. Yeah, so overcoming FOMO, we want to remind ourselves that there's going to be plenty of amazing food, that we, there's an abundance of amazing food in our lives. Second thing is like we're going to be self-compassionate and just acknowledge, of course, you feel like you're going to miss out. Of course, you're worried about this. Of course, this fear is coming up. And then the third thing is to like work on the self-trust piece. And the way we do that is like by actually giving yourself permission to enjoy the food you love and having some boundaries around it. And if you want to go deeper on how to do the self-trust piece, definitely go back and check out the last episode, um, episode number 53, which is ice cream permission. That goes into a lot of depth on actually planning and allowing yourself to have the food that you love. So if you love ice cream, planning it in into your life and having it on a regular basis rather than going, telling yourself, oh, I shouldn't have ice cream, shouldn't have ice cream, shouldn't have ice cream, and then overindulging on ice cream. So yeah, that's food FOMO in a nutshell. Um, So yeah, to overcome it, we just want to remind ourselves, like coach ourselves that there's going to be a lot of amazing food in the future. Be self-compassionate when you notice that it's coming up and then do some work around self-trust. And then as a bonus tip, if you've got a competitive food environment. So this often happens in big families where it's like, you know, whoever finishes first gets the seconds. And if once once the food's all gone, the food's all gone. So of course, if that's how you want to run your life, that's fine. However, when you have a competitive food environment, it does build this fear of missing out and it does drive overeating. So what I do is I'm just really... Um, try and make everything fair so that if there's leftover cookies, like it's like if someone's had enough, we save their share of the cookies for the future so that they're not missing out on their share and they get to have them next time without overeating. Okay, so that's it for, for today. So our key takeaway is like, if you want to get this peaceful, abundant place with food where you're not afraid of missing out, where food FOMO isn't ruling your life and causing you to overeat, then I invite you to join the Naturally Healthy Club. So it's my six-month coaching group, which gives you a personalized, simple, doable process to change your relation, relationship with food so you enjoy eating well and you feel good in your clothes that's it for today. So have a beautiful week and I will catch you next week. Okay, bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.